Psalm 91. He who dwells in the Most High's shelter, in the shadow of Shaddai, lies at night. I say of the Lord, my refuge and bastion, my God in whom I trust, for he will save you from the fowler's snare, from the disastrous plague. With his pinion he shelters you, and beneath his wings you take refuge, a shield and a buckler his truth. You shall not fear from the terror of night, nor from the arrow that flies by day. From the plague that stalks in, in darkness, nor from the scourge that rages at noon. Though a thousand fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand, you it will not reach. You but look with your eyes, and the wicked's requital you see. For you, the Lord is your refuge, the Most High you have made your abode. No harm will befall you, nor effect, affliction draw near to your tent. For his messengers he charges for you to guard you on all your ways. On, the palm, on their palms they lift you up, lest your foot be bruised by a stone. On lion and viper you tread. You trample young, lions and young lion and serpent. For me he desires, and I freed him. I raised him high, for he has known my name. He calls me, and I answer him. I am with him in his straits. I deliver him and grant him honor. With length of days I shall sate him and show him my rescue. Psalm 91 is a um, relatively short and very deep psalm, so I thought I'd take uh, another approach at just reading it line by line and uh, or talking about it line by line, not necessarily rereading it. Uh, this is one of the very few psalms that does not have a, um, a subtitle of some sort, so uh, it doesn't say of David, uh, which is the most common. It doesn't say what instruments to use or what tune to use. Uh, it's just a bare psalm that just jumps right into it. Um, he who dwells on the Most High's shelter in the shadow of Shaddai lies at night. Uh, this is again about, <clears throat> it seems to be about um, either the tabernacle perhaps, or maybe more likely the, the temple uh, where the Lord dwelled. And, um, and it says that uh, the, the person who dwells there um, lies at night, meaning they get a good rest. They're able to relax. Um, maybe even hearkening back to, um, to Psalm 1, um, thinking about the person who meditates on the law day and night. Uh, I say of the Lord, my refuge and my bastion, my God in whom I trust, for he will save you from the fowler's snare, from the disastrous plague. Uh, it's interesting that they, um, the pronouns go back and forth. They just sort of swap uh, without, or the, you know, the tense, the speaker um, just swaps without any warning uh, because it talks in the beginning, he who dwells on high and then I say of the Lord, and then um, for he will save you from the fowler's snare. And it, this is fairly common, actually, in the Psalms and Hebrew poetry, where the, uh, the tense isn't necessarily preserved, or the person, the, uh, the speaker isn't necessarily preserved from line to line. Uh, and then it talks about with his pinion, with his wings, uh, he will shelter you and make... Um, Give you a refuge. Uh, it's like a shield and buckler. 
his truth. And the pinion and the wings are very clearly references to a mother bird protecting her eggs or her young. Um, this is a very, very common uh, imagery, not just in uh, the Psalms, but in uh, Middle Eastern uh, ancient Near East uh, poetry that we've uh, that we have from other sources. This idea of um, a god or a king sheltering people like a bird shelters um, their young, and then a shield and a buckler. So the idea of protecting it's a physical defense <laughs> against danger and harm. Uh, so this is sounding a little bit militaristic. Um, and even the next line, you shall not fear from the terror of the night, nor from the arrow that flies by day. Uh, this, again, sounds like potentially um, fear of a military nature. Uh, but then <clears throat> the next line, <clears throat> excuse me, from the plague that stalks in darkness, nor from the scourge that rages at noon. And this uh, goes to the idea that actually it's potentially an epidemic that's happening at this time and people are uh, getting sick and dying and very much like the uh, epidemic that we're experiencing right now in, um, in the world with COVID-19, uh, except of course the fear would have been even greater because they wouldn't have known how this spread, uh, how it moved from one person to another. Uh, and we do, we, we know very, Clearly, how this you know the science behind um, the virus. We had a vaccine that was effective uh, within a year of of, um, of starting work, and uh, we know how to protect ourselves from it with um, masks and um, staying away from each other and being careful with breathing. Um, but um, people in ancient times would have known none of this. Um, the best they could have hoped for is, uh, well, they knew to stay away from sick people, um, but they also would have had to have trusted in God um, to protect them. You know, there was no other no other um, way to protect themselves. Though a thousand fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, you it will not reach. Uh, again, it's... Um, uh, another militaristic sounding image. And in fact, it um, appears to be a reference back to um, something that was said of David, where uh, while he was having his confrontation with Saul, um, one of the things that Saul was jealous of was that the people were praising David by saying that he had killed a thousand and ten thousand people. Um, actually, I think it was uh, where Saul has killed his thousands, David has killed 10,000. Uh, so just he's so much greater than Saul. Um, that may or may not be a reference back. Um, it could be just a common sort of expression, this um, raising the stakes. But the idea here is that uh, if there are thousands of people or tens of thousands of people who are falling at your side, um, you won't be killed. Uh, again, it could all, it, and it also could be either the um, the plague imagery or militaristic. Uh, you look with your eyes, and the wicked's requital you see 
For you, the Lord is your refuge, the Most High, you have made your abode. And again, this is, uh, you know, the imagery of living in God's house, but also uh, metaphorically trusting in God for rescue and salvation. No harm will befall you, nor affliction draw near to your tent, for his messengers he charges for you to guard you on all your ways. On their palms they lift you up, lest your foot be bruised by a stone. On lion and viper you tread, you trample young lion and serpent. A few things to note on this section. Uh, this was quoted in uh, the Christian scriptures, uh, but from an, an unusual source. This was actually quoted by Satan uh, as he's tempting Jesus, and he takes Jesus up to a tall cliff on the top of a mountain and says, throw yourself down because the angels, um, you know, referring back to this psalm, for his angels he charges for you to guard you on all your ways. On their palms they lift you up, lest your foot be bruised by a stone. So Satan was trying to say, don't worry, God's going to send his angels. And uh, Jesus, who responded every time with uh, a quote from the Hebrew scripture, responded, uh, you shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Uh, this is an example of um, misquoting a scripture, misunderstanding. And we see this literally all the time where someone will take something out of context and uh, give it an application that just doesn't um, isn't warranted. In this case, the idea is the messengers, first of all, um, the most obvious interpretation is, is God's angels. And so the idea that, well, you'll be protected by God's angels, a very powerful idea. We take great comfort in that. Um, and I do think that this is an example of, um, you know, a passage that implies that there are angels that protect um, righteous people um, from various types of harm, um, things from, um, you know, stubbing your foot, which is what it means, lest your foot be bruised by a stone. You know, back then uh, there were no roads before the Romans, and so um, it was very easy to stub your toe. Um, but also protecting people from lions and vipers and young lions and serpents. Um, actually, there are two different words for lion. Uh, we don't have as many words for lion as the Hebrews. Uh, so the idea was, yes, there were guardian angels, in a, or there are guardian angels in a sense. Uh, but um, we often misinterpret that uh, to mean that um, we can take risks that we shouldn't or uh, that we will always be protected from all sorts of evil and harm, um, which is uh, not exactly, I think, uh, what God's intention is. Um, the protection is to give us comfort and confidence in him uh, in all things, in all situations, uh, not promising that we will be without pain or suffering or giving us license to do risky things, uh, like not protect ourselves against a deadly virus. Um, for me he desired, and I freed him. I raised him high, for he has known my name. He calls me, and I answer him. I am with him in his straits. I deliver him and grant him honor. With links of length of days I sate him and show him my rescue. And you'll notice, again, these are 
this is a yet another change in speaker. It went from uh, uh, first person to second person, and now God is speaking back to um, apparently the um, author of the psalm or the, of the subject of the psalm, maybe. And uh, again, a um, a comfort. The comfort isn't that the psalmist won't be without trouble, but that God will be there and that God will deliver him and that God will show him mercy and rescue. Um, not that he won't have troubles, but that he'll make it through the troubles because he trusts in God. So that's the psalm, uh, Psalm 91. I think there's a lot to it. Um, I think there's a lot we can learn in terms of uh, how do we survive this um, situation that we're in? How do we survive danger? And always, always, always the message um, of uh, the, the Bible is that God will help us through the times of difficulties. Um, There's so many stories of difficult situations that people have come through because of God's aid. Uh, and it's fairly rare for God to completely protect someone, uh, you know, say Daniel with the lions or uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego with the fiery furnace. Um, those are, but, but even those, I mean, those are traumatic situations that God prevented the those men from dying in. So uh, I think we should try to take the right lesson, meditate on um, psalms like this, and try to understand uh, what it's really about. So hope to talk to you again next time. Bye.